smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. What up, fuckers? It's Christina Hutchinson. And Corinne Fisher. You are about to listen to an episode of Guys We Fucked, the anti-slut-shaming podcast. This week, we gave you a treat. It's all us. It's Ooh, all Corinne and Christina. You lucky dogs. We read your emails. We give some fucking great advice in this episode. Mike Coscarelli assists us and tells us about, you know, how to lug that big old hog. Oh, oh you just need a suitcase. You need a travel. Town. <laughs> carry on. My carry-on doesn't fit in the thing. If you want to hear the entire episode you're gonna go to apple.co slash gwf where you can subscribe to the luminary channel on apple podcasts we love you enjoy this is one for me a question about dying alone (laughs) hi corinne and christina hi Love you both so much. Thanks. This question has been on my mind since the episode where Corinne opened up about her dad's death. Okay. Uh, You said that in those moments after your dad's first heart attack. Let's go back. Yeah, let's walk you back. It was actually cardiac arrest, if you want to. I mean, that's 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 worse. Yeah. Um, The entire family got together and fought with him and poured everything they had into helping him fight. Yes. My question is for both of you that do not want a family of their own, oh. nor do I. Christina might. Uh, do you feel oh, you're all alone? There's no one like to you have fight. people sure. that will be out uh, at your side when you are older? Yeah, paid assistant. Uh, <laughs> if something like this happens to you, uh, I know that having a husband and kids is not a guarantee that you won't die alone. Correct, and you'll probably outlive your husband because he'll take years off your life, but then you'll still be around. Uh, but I am such uh, an island lone wolf that I really don't know if anyone would be there by my side. Aww. I just want to know your thoughts on this topic about getting old and being alone. Damn, I never thought about that. I mean, a husband and kids aren't the only family members that you have. I mean, don't you have cousins and friends and like, I mean, it's there's number one, you can't guarantee that your kid like there's plenty of schmuck kids who don't help their dying parents, first of all. So you're really giving your maybe maybe you're mean to your kids and they don't want to help you. But like, yeah, you're you're also it's like you're crediting you're crediting yourself with like great parenting that you don't even know you maybe you'd be a shit parent and your kids wouldn't show up or maybe you're a great parent your kids a real piece of shit we i mean you don't know the, we, the, the dice is not you can't tell until you roll it yeah your husband i mean probably will die before you so that's not going to be helpful <laughs> he'll just take years off your life but then he'll still die before you he'll, he'll be Ugh. like i'm out yes yeah, so annoying <laughs> then be like i'm out cool by the um, way i got mad debt see ya <laughs> like oh okay cool oh that's great and then <laughs> pick the right one I mean, yeah, I mean, okay, so pr- I've thought about dying alone, uh, and honestly, it doesn't phase me. Sounds everyone nice. dies alone. I mean, you're just, you're the only one in the coffin, the casket, or whatever it is. Uh, I mean, like, it's like you have a phone, you're, you're not gonna be rotting into your couch. I don't know, we live in an apartment, so a, n- a neighbor smells your corpse. I don't, that's right, my or get advice. get a life alert. Uh, <laughs> or just, you know, go live all the time, and then your followers will be like, is something wrong? She hasn't been live, gone live in a while. Uh, that was just an episode of Black Mirror where Christina dies alone in her apartment. Uh, my insurance plan actually is that 
is make sure that you have a sibling who wants to live a more traditional life. Oh, as, yeah. I as that. I do. And yeah. Christina does. Yeah. And then when and my sibling is way healthier than I am and he's older, but he's probably gonna live longer. Yeah. They're going to have kids. You're going to be a yeah. really nice aunt. Give them. Be, oh, yeah. Get a nephew or niece. There you go. Done. Swoop in. Be the aunt who has like only them, give them great stuff. Brings yeah. them to ice cream. Yeah. Just rocks them up and down the aisles of Toys R Us. When you do see them, it's fantastic. It's a journey. It's yeah. A trip. Get it's some vacation. really complex toys that then the parents yeah. have to deal with, like a annoying, pottery yeah. wheel and shit. Right. And then or a drum set. <laughs> yeah. And then you're you're basically you're, you got a caretaker right there. You have a surrogate child that you don't have to really raise, but that will come and visit you when you're old and hopefully find your corpse Damn, before Corinne. the news does. That was that was brilliant. Yeah. It's not. I don't know. And I, I think just also you having friends and like my um. My great, uh, my great aunt, who I talk about a lot on the show, who uh, you know smoked till she was like ninety three or whatever, died at ninety six, never married, never had any kids, thus the long lifespan. Mm. You know, when her, when her sister, my great grandmother's uh, husband died, they moved in together. They might have even been living together when they were married. I don't know. I never knew my great grandfather. He liked the bottle. Um, <laughs> um, he sounded like a really fucking fun guy. He would have loved comedy. Um, but he, uh, but so they, and they lived together. And then my great grandmother uh, died earlier, of course, because she got married and kids, so she, mm. she was tired. Uh, and then my great aunt <laughs> just lived uh, alone in like this fabulous uh, house in chain Jersey smoking. City, chain smoking, Fuck. eating tuna sandwiches, oh, watching yes. the news, okay. eating, eating those fro- uh, girl. frozen little Debbie coconut pies I and love cakes. Those. I mean, sound, yeah. it's not, and we, you know, I would maybe uh, dying alone, visit her is amazing. Yeah, I don't. So you get all the little debbies. Yeah. The thing is, I one thing that I am so good at for myself is making sure that I'm having a fucking good time. So if I die alone, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, get a dog. Oh yeah, dog. Get a cat or dog. Cause they'll probably a dog. Get a, a dog because the dog will you. bark when you die. <laughs> dogs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. Dogs okay. are really good they'll about go get stuff help. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look up breeds that are good at finding bot. Like, well, here we'll look at. Oh, for a German you. Shepherd. They're police dogs. Yeah, get it. A- so they're you know, but train it for you. Yeah. Maybe, maybe adopt, yes, a, a retired police dog. Oh, yeah, and you save each other. Who, like, one of the dogs who, like, found bodies, like, you know, 9-11 yeah. style or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that dog's probably not around anymore. Not, not, no, th- yeah. Those dogs are all awarded anyway. Oh, good. So they probably, be. you know. Yeah, but you're, you'll be fine. I mean, like, yeah, like Christian said, we all die alone. And also, it, you know, there's hospitals and nurses and and people that you can hire to help you through if you're worried about like actually someone wiping your ass or something like that. Mm, well, right, because who's going to wipe your ass? But yeah, you can hire somebody. Yeah. And I really I'd rather have a hired person wipe my ass than my nephew. Yeah, I know. And I know that it doesn't feel as comforting, but I would argue that many of the people who get into that profession really do give a shit. And like certainly like speaking from my own experience, uh, you know, I have n- not great reviews for like a lot of the doctors at the hospitals, but the nurses really did care um, or did a great job pretending to. Which is all that matters. Um, and kudos to that. And then uh, and then in hospice, you know, yeah, like there was a, like my dad had a very warm relationship with those people. And that was like part of the reason we made that, you know, a dis- that decision. Like we really felt like he would get the best. I mean, we weren't equipped to give him the care he needed at our home just medically or otherwise. And um, or, you know, people wise because we have a small family. But I do feel like, you know hospice was like warm it felt like a real it didn't feel like a hospital it feels like a real room or like a nice like like warm hotel room and he had real relationships with the people I mean I even had relationships with the people the nurses who worked at hospice because I would visit all the time so to say like and in some ways I think like those people like 
they have to be nice to you. Like your family doesn't. Yeah. And and I think that we have this like vision of like of like our family taking care of us in our time of need and it will be like stress free and great when in reality like it's not everyone enough. will be stressed out. Oh, and you know, yeah, actually that reminds me. My, and it'll be bad. My dad's parents lived with us. We built like an in-law yeah. suite. They moved up in with us and I saw them go through my dad. My dad would say shit. My dad's funny. My dad would say shit like, Christina, if I ever do this to you, just shoot me. I'm like, well, I'm yeah. not going to do that. But like, it was very stressful on them. It was very, so I, and I watched that and I had to like leave sleepovers at seven in the morning to go make eggs for my grandparents. Like, I didn't like that. Yeah. I mean, I loved them, but I didn't like doing that. So when it is family, they're not going to have the best time doing it. So you might as well, you know, do well in your career. And they're not trained to do it. Like, I mean, I yeah. think I think the key to like dying alone gracefully, as mm. I hope to Ooh, do. Great, a great think piece is, for like Cosmo. Yeah, is just like, and I know it's funny for me to say because I have so little, so much, you know, little respect or trust for humanity. Mm-hmm. But I think like if someone chooses to work in hospice or the hospital as their purpose on the earth, like trust that they know that 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 is their purpose and that they will be there for you when you need them to be. Don't trust doctors. Uh, they know, never know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> but I mean, I'm not like an anti-doctor. I go to the doctor for sure. But um, yeah, I, I don't think I don't think the family will be the savior that you, you think they might be. Yeah. Be. Yeah. Yeah. Not everyone is Corinne as their kid. So. Thank God Christina said it so I didn't have to. (laughs) (laughs) This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Guys, we talk a lot about therapy on this show. So you know we are big therapy advocates. Whether it's like a a small question uh, about something that's going on in your relationship or a big question like, should I move across the country to take this job? Sometimes it just helps to have someone not invested in the outcome, i.e. not friends or family or your intimate partner invested in the outcome to talk it through. It also takes the burden off a lot of other people in your life And, you know, reminds them that you love them just for being them, not because you are their free therapist. It's a great thing to learn coping skills, how to set boundaries, and it kind of just makes you the best version of yourself. Like, we are all given a version of ourselves. Why not make it the best version it can be? So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And then you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Because remember, therapy is like dating. If you don't like therapy, it really might mean that you don't like your therapist. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash guys today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash guys betterhelp.com slash guys <laughs> all right next subject line mike's big cock and guys treating girls differently <laughs> wait a minute what please tell mike that i'd like to suggest that it's not because his dick is too big that he's never come from oral i've sucked some pretty big dicks and always to completion if i'm ever in new york i'll let you know whoa, whoa. you just got a straight offer to get your dick she sucked had, she didn't even heard your episode yet because it didn't air yet while we're recording this god damn anyway secondly <laughs> 
<laughs> I thought that was the whole email for a second. No. <laughs> it was like, I'll become coming to town. Bye. <laughs> See you later. You better watch out. <laughs> you better not cry. Mike's getting his dick sucking. He's going to come. And he's not going to know. That where one he might be old enough that it's car. public domain. Chat. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Chad. That might be that old enough. The words. That might be public domain. Secondly, check. I went on two dates with a guy. The first date we kissed, and it was okay. He was a nice guy, good looking, good conversation, et cetera. So we went, uh, set up a second date. During the second date, we were on his couch and started kissing. I'd like to say, uh, and I'd, I'd like to say, and heavy petting, but no, it was light touching. I mean, so light, it was almost <laughs> imperceptible. The kissing and groping after trying for a short period of time was awkward and wasn't working for me, so I decided it was time to go. The next day, I texted to say it was nice to meet him, but I didn't think we were romantically and physically compatible. I thought that it was, uh, I thought that was it, but no, he wanted more info. I eventually told him that I prefer a guy to be more aggressive and controlling when making out. You could word that, but I get what you're saying. Essentially, he received me and didn't aggress at all. I want to feel desired by a man. There we go. I want to feel like he really wants me. His reply was that he is more aggressive with girls he doesn't see a future with Mm. and goes slower with girls he likes. Oh, that's a very honest reply. Not the first time I've heard that either. Really? Yeah, from men? I've heard that. Can't trust him. I found... (laughs) I found that to be Corinne Fisher, the most trusting woman on earth. I found that to be a gross comment. From your experience, is this a common thing for how guys behave? With sluts, guys are more aggressive and good girls, they take it slow. I mean, if I like it rougher, does that mean I'm not girlfriend worthy? No. I'm not going to continue sexually with a guy if he doesn't have the characteristics sexually that I find attractive. We would never get to the point where I'd want him to be my boyfriend if he didn't fuck me the way I like it. I hear you, girl. He said I should have told him that's what I wanted. Uh, It's not like I wanted him to spank me and choke me, not yet anyway. I just want to feel his strength pulling me in aggressively and passionately. Uh, I wasn't, uh, it wasn't his natural way, so I'm not going to say, pull me in tighter on a second date. Anyway, is it possible to find a guy that will respect you in the streets, I'm a lady, and disrespect you in the sheets, I'm a bit of a freak? Of course, I know it has to be possible, but really, what are my chances? I'm 45 years old. I've been oh. single and dating for... Wow, Michael! Mike, that's fucking rude. Michael! That's fucking I'm rude. That's, no, you're not. I'm 45 <laughs> years old. I've been single and dating for the past three and a half years. I'm having the best sex of my life. Oh, yeah, I can't wait for the 40s. Uh, and I love listening to your podcast every week. I've learned so much and appreciate you both so much. Thanks for the input. A loyal fucker. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, well, that, yeah. I was going to say that porn star that I had sex with, um, oh, mm, that he, he was on the podcast. Um, he was great. He was the perfect everything. But then I felt comfortable. So the sex worker and the porn star that I had sex with, I felt very comfortable t- articulating what I wanted and they delivered. Yeah. But I have had the other guy that with the th- that was involved with that particular three-way didn't ever want to hit a woman. And I'm like, well, that's... Well, no for me, dog. Yeah, hitting it is different. A lot of guys don't want to hit. Yeah. Um, Well, number one, it's hard to say, like, grab me passionately. Like, because I know what she's saying. Like, you just want the guy to do it. You know, you don't have to say it. Well, I mean, also, this guy, this guy, what is this guy, 45, talking about girlfriend material? What the fuck are you talking about, dude? <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, I think there, I, I, I have to be honest, this is something I hear from men a lot, and every time it breaks my heart, uh, you know. What and the I, fuck's men's problem, Mike? Uh, oh, I was hoping you guys would tag me in. Corinne. I, no, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, I think that the, I have this conversation with, with women all the time, and women that I'm sort of, that I'm interested in. That they're in. whores and you only want them for a night? No, 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 the opposite. Mm-hmm. To me, to me, it's always been a red flag if a girl... 
because now the days with like dating apps and texting before you even meet somebody, there's a lot of conversation that tends to happen or can tend to happen uh-huh. where it can get a little, I don't want to say like fully sexual before you guys even meet sometimes. But, but it, yeah, it could be it, flirty over text. Yeah, very yeah. flirty and kind of like a, a dialogue about it. Right. Um, and to me, anytime I get to that point and there is a girl that is kind of like, brazenly saying you know we're we will not like hook up on the first date because you will not respect me or whatever Mm -hmm. to me i mean that is the fault of men kind of putting that in women's minds Mm -hmm. but they're fucking it up for all of us because who is just guys that that have that type of mentality where they're just like oh well this this girl has more value to me because i see a future because mike wants his dick sucked on the bit first date (laughs) and these guys are fucking spreading no but the guys aren't getting married for the guys that i've heard this from it pisses me off so fucking much because it's not about respect for women if you fucking respect me then we would be you would be open to exploring these possibilities in bed well and how do you how are you really supposed to know if you like somebody until you guys have had sex together and also had like good sex Right. That to me is like yeah. a major deal breaker. Sometimes it takes a while to have good sex. But right. This so is... it has no, di- like, and again, maybe it's because I've been working with you guys for so long that I have a different perspective on yeah. this than a lot of other men my age or 45 or, you know, <laughs> however Just old this men dude was. in general, yeah. But if this dude is, is is in her age bracket, and I was kidding, by the way, I'm sorry, I did not mean to, that was a joke, I wasn't Thank trying to offend apologizing. you. Thank you for apologizing. Miss. Um, Mike, just, miss. If he, Mike just saw his paycheck just, just getting <laughs> fucking burned. <laughs> well, I just think that like a, like a full a full grown man should know better than to fucking throw that line. I mean, yeah, people got to do what they're comfortable with. I get it, but at he the same time, he probably meant it with good intentions. However, I wish meant more men would understand that. That we don't like that. We don't like hearing that. Well, yeah, also, they're not yeah. they're not separate issues, right? Yeah, and and also once it was revealed that you're 45, and I'm I'm assuming the man was around because you because you did I think if he was a lot younger you would have mentioned that because it would have been information that we needed right um but I'm guessing he's around your age and that's kind of what I've been talking about and and why I decided to start dating uh younger guys because and I this certainly I'm not uh, th- this was not true of any of my older ex-boyfriends because I only date absolute sexual freak shows because mm-hmm. uh, that's like one of the you know I probably concentrate too much on that not enough on like other things yeah, like personality you know like having a home um, or a job <laughs> you know but but uh, 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 you find that a lot and I find that a lot in conversations that I have and I, I definitely have a lot of friends in comedy who are around this age who have these thoughts about women and that's why I know that men feel that way and I talk to them about it and it grosses me out and I would never date these people even though they are my friends I would never date them I would never recommend or give my blessing to a friend to date them because Because, I know that they feel this way and it's very archaic yes it is very archaic it's the the Madonna whore complex and Mm -hmm. it's like it's so I, I, I would understand it if a man does not feel comfortable physically slapping a woman or whatever the woman is at like if, if they're put, if they're you know posing a, a violent thing violent you know like every guy has their own you know version of what they're comfortable with in bed right and you know we often forget sometimes as straight women that men have the right to say no to uh, but the whole making love to a girlfriend and fucking a slut is just such an outdated just go fuck off with that guy it just is, get that insulting. out of your goddamn vocabulary because it's you're not you're not our hero you're not coming in to save us your dick ain't doing shit because you can't fucking 
man up and hit me while you fuck me. Yeah, Jeanette, what I will say to you is that uh, my two most serious relationships, uh, and I mean, not to brag, but I did get uh, blackout or to the point of blackout drunk and have sexual relations with both of them on the first date. And we went on to have very complex, meaningful (laughs) relationships. Like, it's 100%. Like, you can... You it you can do that, and I think part of it is like while many men uh, might not see you as long term material after you do that, that is part of the process. That's like part of the skimming that you're going through when you're dating people. Yeah. Someone that is not going to use that against you. Someone who is comfortable and free with their sexuality because that's something that you need. And now knowing your age, I would recommend going a little bit younger. I'm not yeah. talking to date. You don't have to date a 24 year old, but you. I think dating someone in their 30s because. Uh, just as much as women, younger women have gotten more open, open at least with and with talking about their sexuality and their sexual needs. I think men in our generations have heard that and have responded accordingly. So you will Thanks, find guys. what you need. It's absolutely not not hard to find someone who will uh, like fuck you real aggressively, um, but then treat you nice, nicely and respectfully when you're not naked. Beautiful. And it's not this guy. Nope. He might be sitting 10 feet from the two of you, though. So it's you. You want to fuck Jeanette? So I, don't Jeanette. Know, I don't know Jeanette, but I'm just okay. saying. Wow. Anyway. Mike's really trying to backtrack wow. from that comment about yeah. the 45. <laughs> I didn't mean to. It was a joke. <laughs> okay. Jeanette, send in a photo. Oh, Mike talking himself into a hole is my new favorite thing on this podcast. New favorite segment. <laughs> the segment's called, It Was a Joe's King. <laughs> uh, this was uh, a, this is this mine? Yeah. Update. Okay, it says update, but I don't know if I remember the first part of this. I Or maybe sometimes people like to send an update before we've even read the first one. Oh, wait, yeah. Uh, I broke up with my boyfriend who wanted to travel the world for 1.5 years with his mother. And oh. He, Good. And he posted on Facebook about our breakup. Well, D- dumb bitch alert. That's what it okay. says. Not, I didn't say that. She said that. Hey, guys. So I wanted to send an update regarding the email I sent and the craziness that ensued. I also realized that last time I emailed you, I didn't include info about myself. Okay. Well, we're starting from scratch here. Yeah. I'm a 24-year-old female. I was dating my boyfriend, a 27-year-old male. We had been dating for about twenty, I mean, about 3.5 <laughs> years. It felt like 20. And I, and I ended it last week. Essentially, I just got tired of feeling like the third wheel in the relationship with him and his mom. <laughs> Fucking nightmare. Ew, dude. Ew. She would invite herself to come with us to the beach, and she was oh. just always hanging out with us. Oh, I liked she's... her. She was a super nice lady, but I just think they had a weird, super close relationship. Yeah, then you were right. <laughs> so I broke up with him. It luckily ended pretty well. Yeah, because he was like, finally, I have yeah, all my time for my mom, mom, and you're not here. <laughs> Woohoo. <laughs> and I have to say that everything went okay in the moment. We both said yeah. we enjoyed the last three years and we wished each other the best. And then we went our separate ways. Sounds passionate. Well, I've started. Well, I've started to break up on good terms, and then I let it burn. <laughs> um, then a few days later, I logged onto Facebook randomly. That I mean, that oh, was, I so randomly logged on after we broke up. That reeks of a man who spends too much time with his mom. And he also updates his Facebook a lot. Yeah. Um, and I saw a post. Well, so she could tag her. Ugh, who the fuck still posts on Facebook? I hear you. Uh, that said, we had broken up and he tagged me in it. Oh, shots fired. Let's go. Feel free to read the post. I have attached a okay. screenshot of it in this email. Okay. Oh, okay. I have it. He Do also attached it? like 17 photos of us together. That's what she said. Oh, wait, Holy shit. Oh, oh, she didn't make the file so, big enough. Okay. So wait, it says, oh my God. Is that, oh, that's a picture. Okay. So the post, should I read the post now or you want to read the rest of the email? No, read the post. 
Oh my God. Okay. So this is him. And he, ta- Jesus Christ, you psycho. For everyone I've talked to in the past three years, you'll know that me- uh, this person and I have been dating. I want to let you know that we've split up, but under friendly and mutual circumstances. This guy's a fucking serial killer. Uh, there's no bad blood, and both of us are going to do great things on our respective paths. We loved each other and had a great run. And then there's a bunch of pictures of them. Okay. Oh, and there's his mom. It's ha! it's corny, but it's not as bad as I thought it was. This guy just it's like- It's a weird thing to say, but it's not mean. It's just so like kind of narcissistic. Cool. Like no one gives a shit, dude. What are you, Gwyneth Paltrow? Like yeah. it's not like a conscious uncoupling. No yeah. one cares. Yeah. Um. All right. That said, uh, what, what is this? 17 photos of us together. Yeah, to there was a lot post. of photos. Now he did not reach out to, me, out to me to ask me or involve me in any way before this fucking post. Well, well, he didn't say anything incriminating. He wasn't like, oh, her pussy smelling Yeah, and I, and I gotta say, as someone who has a you know sex dating and relationship podcast, like uh, I'm not gonna get mad at somebody for doing that. Yeah, like you, like he has he he has the right to tell his story, and you were part of his story. Yeah, so but she didn't like that. Yeah, I was fucking furious. We are not famous. Yeah, yeah. Well, no. yeah, but that's 2021. People for don't you. need to know over fucking Facebook that we broke up. Yeah, fair. But uh, I just couldn't believe it. People. It was so cringy. It was cringe. Yeah, yeah. I, I cringed. Yeah, I texted him to remove me from the post and untag me. You, well, can, you can remove do that your yourself. Tab. Yeah. Um, I didn't ask him to take it down because if he wanted to post it on his page, it's his life. Yeah, and I'm not a part of it anymore. Yeah, okay. fair. Good. But I had an issue with him tagging me in it. Uh, he then, pre- but I mean, just have it set so that people can't tag right. you then. If right. That and you, you so can much. remove it after they have tagged you. You can remove the tag. Yeah. He then. I know pre- no one goes on Facebook anymore. It's like for get what the fucking rules are yeah he then proceeded to tell me in our text exchange that i had disappointed him because i didn't want to put the end of our relationship on facebook <laughs> you made the right choice How girl did you last girl you made the right choice guy. and he loves his mom that much i have also yes. added the screenshots of the text exchange we're gonna go to that feel yep. free to read that as well i can't r- really do the messages justice but essentially the way he acted just justified okay me breaking up with him and i'm glad i did it i guess you never really know people until you break up with them okay should we do I mean, also sometimes breaking up with people, you know, unhook something in the head. All right. Well, the screenshot. So the screenshot she attached. Damn it. As much as I want to read them. It's they're real long. Well, but also you can't read them because you can't zoom in. Yeah. Good enough. Well, it's see. Okay. So uh, we looked for the were uh, for uh, the messages in a file size that was large enough to read. And um, basically, the summary of this uh, email is that you're just not very good at online because <laughs> you don't know how to untag yourself on Facebook, and you couldn't send us files that were big enough for us to read. <laughs> so I mean, that's uh, so that's why you got to find a younger boyfriend who's yeah. tech savvy, yeah. and doesn't like his mother. Yeah. So this guy is this this guy is this guy is weird, but also you need. Some some classes at, at the local community college to learn how to use a computer better, girlfriend. Thanks so much for listening to that excerpt of the latest episode of Guys We Fucked, where we read all of your juicy, problematic, fun emails. If you want to hear the entire conversation, head on over to apple.co slash GWF, where you can get an Illuminary subscription on Apple Podcasts. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at betterhelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.